Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, well, praise God. Welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. We're here with Amy, part Hi. number three, <laughs> and uh, getting into um, just power and uh, what it what it really means. And, and like we said last time, you know, we can. The main thing is is um, you know defining it, uh, defining number one our relationship with it. Number two, <laughs> defining it as something that doesn't look like this earth. Yeah, you know, and uh, I think. Um, one of the verses that came up to me the other night when I was thinking on this was, of course, Second Second Timothy chapter one verse seven, where it says, you know, um, the God's not give us a spirit of fear, yeah, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I thought it was the same verse, and uh, no way, I did <laughs> same verse. <laughs> Think about it all week. <laughs> a liar. Anyway, uh, but uh, no, but uh, so, but that verse is so key because. Uh, you know, Paul, the, the 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 previous verse, verse six. I bet you weren't thinking of anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, we'll you know, see. We'll see, yeah. Uh, but he says to stir up the gift of God that is on the inside of you, uh, that was given on you by laying out of hands. And um, and so he, he literally, he says, you know, that he's telling Timothy, he goes, listen, he goes, there's an agenda that the world is trying to get you into, and it's called the spirit of fear. He goes, but you have you have something on the inside of you. He goes, you have a gift that's yeah. been given to you. He goes, stir that up. And he goes, and as you stir it up, then you'll you'll see that you're not given the spirit of fear. You're yeah. given a different spirit, a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And what I was what I was thinking on that was like, you know, here he he actually lumps power with the other two, which I love that. I know. So he actually says there's a relationship between these three that are similar. Mm. So. Uh, you know, love has to do with, and now, now fear is the opposite of each of these three. Yeah. Fear is the opposite of power. Fear is the opposite of love. And fear is the opposite of a sound mind. And uh, because he says, he, he says these three things you'll see are actually what you've been given. And that's what's higher than, than the spirit yeah. of fear that's in the world. And so fear, of course, is, uh, you know, fear is, um, you know, uh, Anyway, there's a there's a cool quote from a movie, but I don't get into that. But there's there's uh, but fear is um, is when we anticipate something negative that we have no control over. Yeah. Okay. That is going to be that's going to be harmful to us in some way. You know, okay. So that's what fear is. Fear is a is an anticipation of something negative happening in our life in the future, whether it be in five minutes or in a year or whatever. But we have an anticipation of something negative happening, and uh, in the future that we can't control. Yeah. And it's going to have a harmful effect that we cannot control. So that's what fear is, and so. So he says, the answer to that fear, and what's higher than that fear that currently dwells on the inside of us, is power, love, and sound mind. And so, you know, love, of course, is what governs relationships, mm-hmm. right? Love is is what actually governs my relationship to everybody. So, if I'm living in fear, then uh, then I'm not a then I'm not walking in the love of God toward people because I'm walking in distrust. Huh. I'm I'm afraid they're going to be able to hurt me. I'm afraid I won't give all of myself to them because I still think they can hurt me somehow. Whereas love, honestly, is 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 complete, entire, wanting nothing, and love just pours out. Mm-hmm. And so, love is a relational aspect. Between me and God, God, me and me and other people. Yes. So that's 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 dealing with relationships, right? And then the sound mind has to do with how I take in information. Where it's like, if I have a sound mind, then I'm actually processing information properly through the mind of Christ. And so I'm doing it through an eternal thought process. I know what's temporal, I know what's eternal, and I'm actually viewing things. No, fear says, hey, you know, um, this thing is happening in the earth. You need to be afraid of this. Yeah. You know? 
I don't because I'm seated with him in heavenly places. I'm good. But if I don't have the mind of Christ, if I don't have a sound mind, then then I'm going to allow information to come in and you know allow anxiety to build and me thinking a negative thing is going to happen based on the information. Mm-hmm. A sound mind knows exactly what's happening because I'm, I'm carrying the wisdom of God. And so a sound mind carries the wisdom of God and flows in the wisdom of God. Well, uh, power is... It, that what that does is it actually comes against that fear of not being able to change things. You know, whereas like power changes everything. That's awesome. And so, so it has to do with the circumstance. It has to do with circumstances in my life. And, and just anything that has been this way forever tells me it's going to be this way forever. And, and there's a fear tied to that because I have no control over that. But power says, no, it, it, it literally can change in a moment. Awesome. And so power is my relationship to circumstance. Love is a relationship to, to people and to yeah. God. And sound mind is my relationship to information. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, 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 so. The, the, so I didn't get that <laughs> from that first. That's really good. So, so, so the, 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 so the same thing a sound mind and the, having the mind of Christ does with me and information. And the same thing that oh, love yeah. does with my perspective <laughs> of my relationship with God and man is the same effect that power should have on my perspective with situations Amen. and circumstances where it's like yeah. uh, no anything can change and it can change because of the power that works in me and um and so it doesn't matter how long it's been there that's why jesus literally says he goes honestly if you have even the faith is a grain of mustard seed you could say to that mountain yeah. that's been here before yeah you ever existed it's been here before your grandfather existed before your great-grandfather existed that mountain's been here forever yeah and you can literally with a grain of mustard seed yeah. faith speak to it and it will literally be removed yeah that's how big power is yep and that's not even that's like mustard seed power yeah that's like so small and, yep. <laughs> and he's like eh, because this power is so this is eternal power and everything on this earth is temporal yeah so you don't even need a lot of power because coincidentally there's a quantity of power power is just power to nature not a quantity but you don't need like this oh you know i just need to build up my faith no you need to have faith you know because <laughs> because jesus said where is your faith wow. right yeah. when the when the, the the winds and the waves are beating on the boat and they're all going to die and he's like why are you so That's afraid? Awesome. And where's your faith? Wow. You're not e- you're not even tapping into <laughs> the faith that you should have right now. You know, and he was here like if most people were in that situation, <laughs> they would think Jesus is being very unreasonable because they're in a situation that 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 in any natural concept or any natural person's intellect would 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 be reasonably afraid because they think they're going to die. Huh. And so the boat is literally filling with water. Wow. The waves are crashing. Everything is happening. <laughs> they freak out. And they're like, Jesus, come and... And they didn't... The funny thing is about them is they didn't think he was going to do what he did. Yeah, of they course thought They thought that he was going to bail water. They thought that he was going to help them do what they were doing. <laughs> and that's the problem with us. We think Jesus is here to help us do what we're oh, doing. man. And so we... And they get freaked out when he introduces power to the situation, right? They get freaked out because it says, that's and they right. feared exceedingly. Huh. So they were more afraid... When they saw him do this and they thought then when they thought they were going to die, they thought they were going to die and they were afraid. And then they see Jesus do this and it says they feared exceedingly. <laughs> so they were more afraid now than yes. when they thought they were going to die. <laughs> and so, so here, wow. and so he, and, and his response to them is, where's your faith right. and why are you so afraid? Hmm. He, he's, he's, he's operating from the kingdom that says fear has no place ever wow. because there's always power to change it. Yeah. And, um, and here we think yeah. that we've seen power active in oh, our life. And night. it's like, if we were anything yeah. like them, we right. would also be exceedingly afraid right. when we were confronted with real power. Right. <laughs> um, when's the last time I was exceedingly afraid 
because of the power of God in my life. Right. I'm like, well, yeah. maybe I haven't seen power then. Right. <laughs> if I'm not oh, confronted yeah. and in total fear <laughs> and being told I have no faith um, because <laughs> I, that has not happened to me yet. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe I haven't even tasted it yet because right. it's so high that it, it naturally I would I would wonder at that. Yes. I would be in right. absolute wonder and I'd be awestruck yeah. because it is, it is decimating <laughs> <laughs> all that I have built up yeah. in my life. I, I'm thinking Jesus is coming here to assist me. Yes. To get me right. out of the water. Yes. <laughs> by right. way of. Yeah, to rescue me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, and yet the disciples were exceedingly afraid because of what they were seeing in yeah. Jesus. And I'm like, well. I can't think of the last time I've been exceedingly afraid because of the power <laughs> of God in my life. And I'm like, I have, I have not yet seen right. the power until I'm exceedingly afraid. <laughs> really? I mean, we think about this. I remember one, years ago when he talked to me about that text. I was reading that text and he was like, you know, these people, they'd already seen miracles. Yeah. They'd already seen a lot that Jesus did. And that did not cause them to act this way. And uh, <laughs> You judge them so harshly. And so here, I know, and we don't realize that they are us. Yes. And, uh, and yet here they are. They'd seen so many miracles, and they were giving God glory for yeah. all these miracles, but they had relegated God to a box. And so so what they had seen up until then was acceptable to their box. Mm. So they'd seen the miracles. They'd seen people, you know, blind eyes healed. They'd seen lepers walk, or you want to say lepers be healed. Yeah. They'd seen lame men walk. They'd seen all the other things. And they'd seen fishes and loaves multiplied. They'd seen all kinds of stuff. But that was all acceptable. Huh. See, that fit in their paradigm of who God is. But then when this happens, they're <laughs> like, they said, they, feared, and they said, what manner of man is this? Oh, yeah that even the winds and waves obey him. And so they, now suddenly they're like, we thought we knew who Jesus oh, was up until man, now. That gives me chills. I know, but then they're going, but, and what they were saying was, we are not this manner of man. Because <laughs> they, they, they're like, we thought he was a lot like us, but he's not like us. And so they were, they had a, they, that's why fear separated them from him and them. And yet he brings them all back together and says, <laughs> no, wait a minute. Why are you so afraid? And where's your faith? Because he, the Holy Spirit didn't wake him up that day. He was asleep on yeah. the ba- in the back of the boat. The Holy Spirit didn't wake him up. They woke him up. Yeah. So if it would have been up the Holy Spirit, he would have stayed asleep. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so what they saw that day, they got off the boat with this. No, the funny thing too is I always, I always think about this. Go well, you know, here, um, be- that morning, you know, before they got on the boat, if somebody would have come up and asked. Is God big enough to use man to manipulate water? They would have said yes. Right. Because of Moses. He parted the Red Sea. They would have, they would have preached it. Yes. <laughs> Man, those walls stood up. Like, like the, the, there was walls. And we walked on dry ground. But, and, and, and Joshua, yeah. you know, they took the ark down. Yep. And they actually touched the Jordan. And it heaped upon itself. And we have pillars. We have a pillar of rocks right over there to show that we walked on dry ground. You know, and, and Elijah and Elisha both put their, 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 their cloak in the, in the Jordan and it stopped. And they walked on dry ground. So, yes, God can do this. God's a, God, a miracle-working God. And so they would agree with the power of God to use man to, to manipulate water. Yeah. But given given it face to face, they freaked out. Hmm. So they would have had a mental acknowledgement of Whoa. it, enough to preach it, uh, but they would not have accepted it as a reality in their life. And so they didn't accept it as a reality <laughs> in their life. And so many times, and that, that's what you know when God was talking about that one day, he was like, he's like, you know, w- what paradigm do you have me in hmm. that you find acceptable? And have you been shooken to your core of oh, acceptability? Man, I love that. And uh, and. Has it freaked you out? And it's like now, number one, we don't need to be freaked out, obviously, but we need to we need to change our relationship to water to where no, what you know, you know, Jesus he rebukes them, yeah. And then we see later on they see Jesus walking on the water, yeah. 
And I love this because Peter's in the boat, right? And the other 11 are too. And they see Jesus walking on the water. The first they think is a ghost. And they said they feared. They feared when they saw Jesus thinking he was a ghost. It was more realistic to, to them, <laughs> their mind that he was a ghost. So they're like, they're having a consensus. And they're like, what is that? It can't be a man. It can't be Jesus. And it says he was just walking by as if to pass by. And they're like, they have to get his attention. Hey, Jesus. And he's like, oh, huh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing, what are you doing there? <laughs> okay, cool. Good to see you. And um, but so their consensus is it's more it's more uh, realistic for them to have him be a ghost <laughs> than to be Jesus on the water. And so, <laughs> so that's where they're mind and they're fearing. They're fearing uh, like out of control here. And then it says, and then Peter says, but if it is you, mm-hmm. if it's you, just bid me to come, mm-hmm. right? And so now, now Peter, I'm just thinking about him going. He probably remembers the last time they had a water situation. Yeah. And Jesus rebuked them harshly. And he's like, Okay, that's so funny. I don't want to be rebuked this time. <laughs> so so here's a water situation going on. <laughs> so he's like, you, you you asked me last time where my faith was. I'm gonna he actually just don't want to get in trouble. I know you don't want to get in trouble. He's like, ah, okay, <laughs> if it's you, if you're not a ghost and it's really you, just bid me to come. I dare you to bid me to come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so what I loved about Peter though is like he's he had the same teaching as the other 11 he was with Jesus every day <laughs> and yet he allowed that teaching and the rebukes and all their experiences to change his perceptions <laughs> so cool. going and saying if if that's where you are Jesus <laughs> then I know that you're not separate from me I'm supposed to be there too oh man you know and so he, he he allowed the power of God to transform his position you know, and so now instead of the instead of the power of God being something we're in awe of, it draws us closer to Him, mm. and it changes our position. Man, and so now, the, so this is where we have to realize, like the power of God is never there to make us in awe. Is not there. God is not is not showing off. He's not trying to. God's just, he doesn't want us to be afraid. He wants us to draw closer. He wants us to know who we are. Mm. And so He literally, He's like, let me do all of this to show you who you are. He doesn't need us to know who he is. Yeah. He wants us to know who we are. Wow. And it doesn't do me any good in my life to know who God is if I don't know who I am. And so so you know, God does all of these things. He created all the universe. He does all of these things, not just to show how big he is. He did it to show how big we are. And um, and then he came and died for us, and he is God, to show <laughs> who we are. Oh, man. And then his blood, God's own blood, it says in Acts, was shed for us to show who we are, yeah. you know, and then the, and then, you know, he raises again, and does all this. And then the Holy Spirit himself, God himself in the spirit indwells us to show who we are. Mm. And, um, and so it's, it's this understanding that when, you know, we need to allow that, that we need to allow our hunger to get so much bigger. I love Moses here. He's the meekest man on the planet. And he, he's having a conversation with God in Exodus chapter 33. And first, this is, this is you know, after they've done a lot of stupid things and sinned and everything else. And God's like, yeah, I'm not going to go with you in the promised land. I'm going to send an angel with you because if I'm with you, I'm probably going to kill you. And, uh, <laughs> and so, so Moses is like, nah, that's not good enough. Oh, man. He goes, if you don't go with us, we're not going. Wow. And uh, Moses is like, I'd rather be with you outside the promised land than in the promised land without you. That's where I want to be. And he goes, if you, if you don't go with us, we're not going. And so God, God goes, okay, I'll go with you. And so, um, oh and, I, I, and Moses, I love Moses. Here's what, here's what Moses actually says. He goes, if I found grace in your sight, like I, like you say, I have, <laughs> 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 then come with me, come with us. And, um, 
And this is this is humility <laughs> speaking. The meekest right. man on the planet is going, God, if you actually aren't a liar and you wow. <laughs> and, and you you say I found grace in your sight, then prove it. You oh, come with us. Oh man, and, um, that's so good. I know. And so God goes, okay, I'll come with you. And um, and so then Moses goes, <laughs> okay, and <laughs> I want to see your glory. <laughs> and God's like. No one can see my, my glory and live. No one can see my face and live. And Moses is like, I don't care. Okay. It's up. That's your problem, not mine. Oh, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm just going to let you be bigger than all that. And so, uh, so this is meekness, right? And I love this because we know what God does. He, he puts Moses in the cleft of a rock and all this. <laughs> and he goes, I will let my goodness pass before you. You know, and all this stuff. And so he, he honors God, Moses' request because this is meekness. Meekness has a hunger that realizes it can only be satisfied by God. It's like... This isn't good enough yet. And now Moses had already seen God's power. He'd already seen the Red Sea part. He'd already seen the Ted Plagues. He'd already seen all these things. He'd seen the amazing power of God. He goes, I don't want to see what you can do. What you can do. I want to see you. <laughs> and uh, and this is where, this is the only thing that satisfies us is our Father and being with him. Oh, wow. You know, it's like he doesn't want to leave us care packages on our doorstep every day and not be with us. Wow. You know, and we should hunger for more than that. We should hunger for more than a care package. You know, Amazon cannot fulfill our heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like it should be like, hey, you know, God, if you're not with me, if you're not tangibly with me, if I can't tangibly see you, then you're not God. Yeah. Because it's your power that allows this to happen. That's so You good. didn't create me to not see you. And so, and, and when God's like, no man can see my face, and he's like, yep, yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> you know, you can figure that out. And, and even that, he's like... He goes, I would, he goes, if that, you know, I, I love it because he doesn't say these things, but I could hear it in his heart because I was thinking, Moses is going, well, if it requires my death to see you, then I'll take that. If that requires, yeah. it, if, it, if that's what it requires, right. if it requires me to die to mm-hmm. see your face, then I'm good. I'm all in. It doesn't yeah. even matter. What else is there but to see you? What yeah. there is there but to be with my father? And so, so that to me is like, when we understand our relationship to power and when we understand our relationship to who he is, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do things. Our awe should not be the standard of satisfaction. Wow. You know, it's, it's, it's our likeness in him that should be where we see ourselves in him, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so it's one of the most amazing (laughs) things I've ever heard. But but it's, it's, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like, you know, in, in Psalms, it says, it says, it says I, you know, when, when I'm awakened, I will see my likeness in you. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, this is, you know, th- this is, this is God's heart's cry is that we see our likeness in him. And that's the only thing that will satisfy our heart. And, um, <laughs> and so, so, so it's like, the you know, power can't, <laughs> oh my goodness. you know, power cannot even properly be displayed on this oh, earth. Man. You know, the earth can't even, the earth can't even contain his power. <laughs> you know, it can't even express it. You know, it can't. It's like it only heaven can. And so that's why the only thing that can actually express his power is a human heart because we're the only ones. <laughs> it's, it's only our hearts that are eternal. And so anyway. Whoa, uh, that's so good. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. That's amazing. And of course, um, you know, I'm going to tie this in with ownership. Right. <laughs> <And> stewardship. <laughs> Whoa. So I know. Getting into stewardship again. <laughs> I know. Um, because um, I love that you just talked about the human heart's the only thing that can properly, yep. I don't even know how you said it yeah, now. It just expresses like, power. Expresses yeah. power. Yeah. And it has to flow through us. Yeah. It has to. And so we're so not outside of it. We are a part of it. Yeah. We are in it. And um, that's just amazing. But that, I think about it this way, like, because the whole goal here is to activate that power in our okay. life, right? Yes. And uh, can I make that transition real quick? <laughs> is to just actually activate this power. And if we don't know how to activate it, if we don't know how to cooperate yeah. with it and, and actually be, 
you know, just just grow in the power of God, then then what's the point? And because uh, uh, you know, like otherwise, I have a car in my garage and I don't ever use it. You know, and so. Um, and so, just understand that, that once again, his power is not separate from us. It's our nature. Mm. It's 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 not an attribute that we have or something we borrow or something that we just use like a tool. It's our nature, and um, and so with that though, to activate this, we, you know, we've already done this when we got saved, yeah. right? Because it says the gospel is the power of God unto salvation yeah. unto all those who believe. Yes, right. And so, and then of course in first in first Corinthians it says it's the power of God toward us, but it's <laughs> foolishness to those who don't believe. <laughs> Which is awesome. It's like so. Here, the, the the gospel is the power of God into salvation. And once, it, what does it do? It it begins with belief, right? So, I have a will that believes, like you talked about yes. earlier. Yeah. So my will, it's within my will that I, that that is the power to believe. My mind yes. it says with the heart man believes, yeah. right? And so not with my mind. My yeah. mind doesn't know how to believe. My yeah. mind just just you know functions as 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 something to, to bring information mm-hmm. in and conclude but my my heart is what believes and so it's what the heart man believes and so my heart carries my will my soul carries my human will and my will carries with it the greatest power on the earth and that's the power to believe yeah and so that's why all things are possible is who believe yes. right and that's why it's the the greatness of his power toward us who believe yeah right so so his power and belief go hand in hand right mm. you cannot separate the two but he gave us the power to believe that's equal to his power so our our ability to believe has to be equal to his power or else it can't activate it. Oh my goodness. And so okay. <laughs> So and we can prove that by by seeing <laughs> by seeing once again that the gospel is the power of God and salvation. Uh, it literally yeah. recreates us. Yeah. It makes us ch- from children of the devil to the child of God. It makes us from darkness to light. It literally recreates us in an impossible way. It's impossible for, for darkness to become light, but that's what we do. And so we do that through the power of the gospel. So we believed and then we spoke. And um, and we activated that power when we believed it and we spoke it and um, and so it says you know we believe unto righteousness we speak unto salvation and so this power on the inside of us is so easily activated by believing and speaking that we proved it when we got saved and the the cool thing to me is like is that this the, you know we, we identify we identify with this power through salvation um, when I wasn't saved. I felt like a sinner because I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. When somebody preached the gospel to me, I felt like a sinner because I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. When I was saying the sinner's prayer, uh, I felt like a sinner because yeah. I was a sinner. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, so my feelings had nothing to do with my belief. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like I was right with God, but my belief said I could be, Ooh. and so my belief identified with His power. My belief found a communion with his power and said let me just let me yield to that communion and allow my oh, identity man. to take on that belief and allow my, my identity to take on that that nature uh, of salvation <laughs> and the cool thing is like you know saying that that our hearts are the only thing designed to express his power um fully i i believe it can be seen because we know it says when when somebody gets saved all the angels rejoice right yeah. So they they rejoice when somebody gets saved. They don't rejoice when somebody gets healed. <laughs> you know, it doesn't say that. <laughs> but you see, that's because that's not the fullest expression of his power. Oh man. His power is expressed in our hearts when we get saved. Wow. And the angels rejoice because somebody actually came into communion with their father and now they 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 actually agreed with the identity that was actually rightfully theirs. <laughs> and uh and so his power being demonstrated through tangible signs and wonders is amazing, but that doesn't make anybody rejoice in heaven. 
it's salvation that does because that's the expression. The mm. uh, human heart came into communion and actually adopted its identity as as the, the child of God and the nature of God and expressed its power. And when when so so that tells me that that when somebody is goes from darkness to light, that's the only time we actually truly see expression of his power and it causes heaven to rejoice. Wow. And uh, because it's something that looks like him. Mm. And it's like, "Oh, something changed its whole nature." It didn't just change like, you know, somebody didn't just get healed. I mean, I love healing. Don't get me wrong. And I love somebody gets raised from the dead. Praise God. And I love all the signs and wonders. And we should be flowing all those things. But it begins Mm. with our belief of who we are in him Mm -hmm. and then our expression of that through our mouth. And that's uh, activating it is so simple. And we've proven it when we got saved. Wow. You know, this is not something foreign to us. It literally has already been done. We've already walked it out. It's just we have to choose to, like Paul said, having begun in the spirit, are you now made perfect in the flesh? Mm-hmm. And and there's old there's an old saying that says, "Dance with the one who brought you." I don't know if you ever heard I've that. Never heard that. Okay. Well, it's actually dance with the one who brung you. Uh-uh. Is what it is. <laughs> but um, now but, that one I've heard. Oh, okay. Oh, you're familiar with that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, it's 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 basically a saying. It's like you know, if you go to a dance with somebody, dance with them and don't pick a yeah. different partner. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> and so that's what when Paul says. You began in the spirit. Now yeah. you're made perfect in the flesh. Yeah. He's saying, dance with the one who brought you. Oh, yeah. Who got you there? You got there by believing with your heart and speaking with your mouth. That's how God, that's, that's what literally changed your nature. And you think it's going to be done a different way? Yeah. You think that activating this power is going to be done a different way? It's not. It's going to be done the same exact way. That's why, you know, uh, in Acts chapter 4, when, when the disciples were threatened not to preach the name of Jesus, now, they, they were threatened, which means fear was trying to get on them. Fear was trying to intimidate them, saying, if you, if you preach in the name of Jesus again, the same thing that happened to Jesus could happen to you. You could get crucified. You could get, get tortured. You could get punished. You could get killed, whatever. And so fear is trying to come on them, intimidate them to shut down. Yeah. And their response was when they went to prayer, was not like, Lord, strike them with fire. Burn them all. No, he just said, behold their threatenings and, and grant unto us that we would speak with boldness your word so that signs and wonders would be done by the name of your holy child. So they realized the only thing that had to change was the power coming out of them. Yeah. And then the very next verse says, and of course the place was shaken where they were assembled. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit again. And it says, and with great power, they gave witness of the resurrection of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they activated the power by saying, Lord, okay, we know what this is. This is not about you changing. Yeah. It's not about the enemy changing. It's not about their threatenings. This is about us releasing something on the inside of us. And uh, and we see the MO in Acts chapter 2. They got endued with power. The power came upon them. And what did they do? They spoke. They spoke mm-hmm. with other tongues. And then Peter gets up. He says an altar call. Yep. 3,000 people get saved. Yep. Power. Yeah. But it, it, it's it, it has to do with believing with your heart and speaking with your mouth. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And, uh, but what we do is we, once again, we're... we're, we're we don't think that us believing with our hearts and speaking with our mouth will will do the same thing right. that Jesus did yeah. or the disciples did or that Benny Hinn does yeah, or yeah, whoever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we want to separate ourselves yeah. by saying, "What do I need to do? Yep. What more do I need to do? Yeah. No humility is yeah. saying, "I am in the that's I am a it. child of God. Yeah, that's it. Why don't I just believe and speak like mm-hmm. I do when I got saved? That even if I don't feel adequate, I didn't yes. feel adequate when I said when I said the exactly. sinner's prayer. I didn't feel adequate. Yep. I just believed and spoke. Yeah. And I changed my whole my whole eternity. So it's so so simple to 
activate the power of God in your life. Yeah. It's just an act of humility. It's an act of humility by believing mm-hmm. and speaking. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the time, number one, we're not believing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, 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 we're wanting, <laughs> wishing, hoping, praying, yes. all these other things. Yeah. But uh, we're not believing. Yeah, we're not using our will. Good. We're not using our will. Yeah. And that's the problem. We're using our need. Yep. We're using our desire. We're using our, our, our hope. We're using all, all these other it. things, but we're not using our will. Yep. And, um, and, and that will, honestly, is tied to a hunger. Mm. And it's like that will is tied to a hunger. If you, if you actually just look, look a little bit deep into your heart, you'll find that hunger that can't be, that is not satisfied yet. Yeah. And that will actually activate your will yeah. to, to reach for something. But it's just, it's, it's just simply as, okay, if God said this and he can't lie, then let me just believe it. Let me just settle it. Yeah. I don't settle it through conclusions. Belief is not a conclusion, right? It's a choice. And so I choose to believe, just like I did when I got saved. I had no evidence. I still don't have any evidence. I have no evidence that I'm saved. Now, I have the Holy Spirit confirming things yeah. to me, but yeah. I have no evidence. That's right. But I know I'm saved. Yeah. So, so evidence is not the issue. It's a matter of a will mm-hmm. that actually, once, once I believe with my heart, confess with my mouth, then suddenly that 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 ties me to my eternal identity and now I'm actually operating in a power that is limitless from heaven. And uh and I'm speaking into the earth from that place. And uh and I'm not Man. speaking from need or fear or anything. It's incredible. Else. Yep. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we probably need to wrap it up. <laughs> so, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you just for the for just what you've created us to walk in, Lord God. We're not in awe of it. We just know it's natural to us. It's 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 heaven is natural to us, Father God. Just power is natural to us. Limitlessness is our first nature. We were created in the secret place. We are fearfully and wonderfully made by you. And Father God, we just thank you that, that we are naturally children of God. That's our first nature. Our first nature is is the is the limitless realm of God, where nothing is impossible to us. And we just thank you. We walk, Father God, right now, stirring up the gift of God that's on the inside of us, and we walk in power, love, and a sound mind. And Father, just show us where we need to believe, where we need to speak, and we just allow that hunger from heaven, Father God, to stir our hearts. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.